Welcome to Care to Lead, your path to leadership success. Brought to you by the Vizient Nurse Executives Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Nicole Grubling, Associate Vice President of Member Connections at Vizient. And today, I'm so excited to welcome Carolyn Swinton, Senior Vice President and Chief Nursing Officer at Prisma Health. Carolyn has served in a number of clinical and leadership roles and has over 30 years of experience in nursing. She's a fellow at the American College of Healthcare Executives, a board-certified nurse executive, a member of the USC College of Nursing Center for Nursing Leadership Advisory Board, and a member of the American Organization of Nurse Executives. Carolyn and I met through our aligned work in member connections, and we immediately connected. She is forward-thinking and an inspiration, and I'm so happy to have you join us today, Carolyn. Welcome. Thank you, Nicole. I am so excited to be a part of this work and looking forward to our time together. Carolyn, you're the chief nursing officer of a major health system. What would you say is pivotal to your success? I would say that being self-aware, being authentic, and caring about my team and experience. For me, it starts with those key elements and paves the way for problem solving, for strategic visioning, and for performance excellence. I had the unhappy task of having to close departments over the course of my career. We took great care to ensure that our team members had a placement within the organization, but being able to close out an operation is not something that's easily done and certainly not always welcome. But I think making tough decisions, being self-aware, being authentic, and caring about my team and the experiences that they have during their work means that I'm constantly having to look at what can we do next? How can we be better? And so those are some key elements that really pave the way for problem solving, strategic visioning, and performance excellence. Leadership at this level takes courage. That's what I'm hearing from you. And I would love to know, where did you develop that sense of courage? I think it just happened over time. I didn't wake up one morning in that I was courageous. That's actually a daily walk. You're faced with challenges and situations where you have to make a decision. You have to make a choice. It could be something very simple in terms of a piece of equipment or supply. You know, we've had this relationship, for example, with a vendor for a very long period of time. But do we need to move in a different direction? It could be really defending a leader or a team member in the organization that may be struggling. And I feel like as an organization, as a leadership team, maybe we haven't presented the support that that individual needed to be successful and to really put myself on the line to support that person to help them be successful. So there are numerous examples of where you just have to make tough decisions. We've done that multiple times over the course of the past year where we had to do some things differently, things that we were not used to doing, things that may have been a resource drain on the organization, but we knew that it was the right thing to do to keep our team members safe and our patients safe. And our organization supported me in those efforts. Thank you. That's a great example. And it really does speak to how courage is developed over time. And and some of it is trust. It's your organization trusting you and your team trusting you to make those decisions. Carolyn, can you pinpoint a crossroads in your career 
Yes, went ahead an opportunity to participate in a nurse leader development fellowship. I learned more about my strengths and opportunities for improvement, and I became more intentional and focused in my relationships and communications with my colleagues. And I think an example of that would be being a part of leadership discussions and really finding my voice to disagree. The organization maybe had a plan to head in a certain direction around a strategic program that would be impacted by nursing. And I had an opportunity to speak up and talk about what were the pros and cons of this for nursing and that we certainly could be successful, but we needed to pause and look at the bigger picture as opposed to remaining silent and trying to figure out on my own after the initiative was launched how we can make it successful for my team. And to be able to say that on the front end and have my voice heard in terms of these are some alternate options that we can deploy, being able to speak up for nursing to say, this is what we need. This is what will help. This will not be helpful for us. I believe that was a turning point for me. Again, showcasing that courage and your leadership abilities Do you have a mentor that you connected with and how did they help you? Well, yes, I did. And actually, it was my first mentor was a former COO who was my interim leader as they searched for a candidate to replace the CNO position for the organization. He taught me the importance of love and leadership. That's a little bit unusual. You don't hear administrative leaders talking about that much in the workplace, but that was a big deal for him. He taught me the importance of helping my team reach their full potential. He also demonstrated the importance of making tough decisions for the good of the organization and to make good on our commitment um, to our community. I have read some works around bringing love into the medicine or care we're providing. But this is an interesting concept in bringing that love to the leadership aspect of the work you're doing. In what way would you say that that was most exemplified in your work? I guess the way it was most exemplified was really in my interactions with my team members. So my definition of leadership is creating in others a desire to follow and then taking them to places they've never gone before. So part of that work for me was to help my people. And sometimes that meant that I had to exit them from the organization. Maybe they weren't in the right position or maybe they belonged in the organization, maybe on the wrong seat on the bus. And so it was so important for me in caring about my team members. I felt like I had an obligation to support them. And so that meant that we had to have tough conversations, that I wouldn't settle for them being mediocre. And so that was really how this all played out on a day-to-day basis was to support them. I was to challenge them and to help them find a role in the organization where they could be their best selves. So love isn't always easy. It's not always taking the easy conversation. Right. It's helping people get to be their best. It sounds somewhat similar to servant leadership, but with a little bit of a different twist. Yes, that's exactly right. It's really about holding your space as a leader, but understanding that as a leader in the organization, having the philosophy that your team members don't work for you, you work for them, I think is so important. And it's really something that I've carried with me throughout my career. Especially now, as we come through the pandemic and our leadership teams are in different places, 
Do you have an example that kind of pinpoints a time that you had to have a tough conversation and it worked out really well? Absolutely. So I had a situation where I had a leader in the organization and she was really struggling. It seems that she was not accomplishing her goals, struggled with the relationships with her team members, and she really had a lot to offer. And so we sat down and had a conversation and I asked her, when she comes to work every day, does she feel fulfilled? Does she feel like she's bringing her gifts forward to the organization and for her own well-being? She says, you know, I'm not. I don't feel like I'm making a difference. I don't feel like I'm being successful. We started talking about what she really enjoys doing in the nursing space. And it was teaching. She loved teaching. She loved leading projects, being a part of a group as opposed to leading a group. And so we talked about that, gave her an opportunity to think about what next steps would look like for her. And she resigned her position, moved into a role in the organization that was better suited for her. And she excelled. I mean, it was just a beautiful thing to watch. She was growing in her gifts. She felt relevant. She felt that she was really bringing her best effort to the work. And it was a success story uh, for her and for the organization. I love the alignment of the skills and talents and desires. And you want that for everybody in their roles. Yes. You've had a greater than 30-year career. And there must have been times where you've met barriers Can you give an example about a time that you came up to one of those barriers and how you overcame it? Absolutely. And of course, we don't have time to talk about all of them. (laughs) So I'll give you a specific example. But I believe that would be learning that I couldn't solve every problem on my own. Nurses are like that. We have our heads down and our shoulders to the wheel. You know, solving problems and taking care of business is what we do best. But I learned that we can't do this work alone. I couldn't do the work alone. I needed partners to support me in my work. This is still a work in progress for me, but I'm committed to partnering with our physicians and administrative leaders, you know, to make it to the finish line on so much of the work that we have ahead of us in nursing. It could be in the space of an operational initiative or a strategic initiative, but we need partners. We can't do this work alone. I think that is such a common issue that nurses have. And I don't know what it is genetically about us that draws us to these roles, but we can accomplish so much more together than you can alone. Yes. Carolyn, historically, nursing has been accepted at varying degrees at the C-suite table. How do you ensure that nursing has an equal voice at that executive level? I believe by being open-minded and interested in the issues and concerns of other disciplines and by building partnerships with those disciplines, it's important to not just have a dialogue or a conversation about nursing. There are many disciplines that we interact with in our daily work. And to be able to ask questions, be interested, offer suggestions for different spaces such as informatics, respiratory therapy, finance office, anything along the line of a strategic initiative that may not be nursing focused, but to be able to ask questions, offer suggestions. I believe that builds credibility in terms of your knowledge space and also by being able to be innovative and to problem solve. What do you think it takes to be a good leader and how did you learn that? Well, for me, what it takes to be a good leader would be humility 
courage, heart, resilience, and having an open mind and a commitment to continuous learning and improvement. There have been many examples where I've had to exercise those so important components over the years. I think probably the last year, COVID really brought all of that to the surface in so many different ways to really have a heart for our nurses who are on the front lines. When I would round on a campus and you could see how challenging it was for the nurses, they had all the PPEs on and just how uncomfortable it could be sometimes. Seeing the evidence of the masks and the face shields where there were imprints on their faces, it just brought it so much to home. And to see their commitment and the resilience that was needed to come in day after day. And they did it courageously because it took courage to walk into an environment where there was a risk to your own personal health and well-being. Being open-minded to the nurse's recommendations for the best way to take care of our COVID patients. How do we need to make adjustments in our equipment and workflow? All of those things were so important to be open-minded and to listen and to really let our nurses know how much we appreciated them and cared for them and what we needed to do to support them so that they felt safe. So I think over the past year, it really surfaced in a really big way. All of those skills and abilities to really lead in a way that can make a difference. I think this year has been humbling for many of us. And I think it is changing how we're thinking about care, how we're thinking about nursing, and how we're thinking about delivering care differently. How do you think that it will impact us as nursing leaders moving forward? We have to become comfortable with change. We have to be open to new ideas, new partners in our work. We have to look at different ways of doing business, different staffing models, being more flexible in our scheduling, looking at what will work for the organization as well as a team member, not an either or, but an and. And I believe that we also have to hold our space as nurse leaders and guide our work and profession in a more intentional way. I think that is one of the silver linings that COVID has shown us all, right? We can accomplish more, do more under pressure in a way that we really didn't even know we could do ourselves. You couldn't have said that better. We did the seemingly impossible during this past year and came out on the other side in a better way. It's been powerful to watch that transformation. And I know many nurses are having a really hard time right now. And if there's any way that we can help them see the impact that they've been able to make over the last year, I'm hopeful that that will drive and inspire them to continue to lead. Absolutely. Nursing leadership can be intimidating. And I think we have many aspiring leaders out there who may think it's just too much for them, or they may think that they're not quite the right fit, or they're just not quite courageous enough to take that leap. What would be your recommendation to someone who's interested in becoming a nursing leader? I would start with advising them to be clear about the responsibilities of leaders and their willingness to commit to serving those who've been entrusted to their care. They will need to be in alignment with the mission and purpose of the organization and be willing to set their personal agendas aside for the common good. 
And perhaps most importantly, that they understand the importance of legacy and the need to remain nursing strong for future generations. What are they willing to give as a nurse leader is a question that they would need to answer. They have to be willing to really risk it all during the course of their leadership to stand their ground when they believe that they understand the situation, have the answers, know how to lead through difficulties. I just think the strength in nursing leadership is so important and it takes courage. It takes courage, it takes caring, and it takes being your best self. And it's not for the faint of heart, but the reward is great. Absolutely. Before we close, Carolyn, do you have any final parting words for our guests? What I would say is that I take myself with me. I'm not one person in my personal life and another person in my professional life. I believe that nursing is a noble profession and that we are the most trusted profession in healthcare. And I believe that if we commit to living a purposeful life, to bringing all of our gifts forward, that we can make such a difference in the world. And for me, I want to be remembered as someone who made a difference, not necessarily someone who has a long list of awards or that I left a particular program. I want to leave something not for people, but in them to bring purpose to this work as a nurse leader, to care about others in their journey and to support them in that process. That's what it's been about for me as a nurse leader. And I am tremendously grateful that I've had an opportunity to work alongside other great nurses, nurse leaders, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you, Carolyn. I am confident just based on what you said, you've already accomplished your purpose. It's been wonderful to learn more about you. Nicole, thank you. It's been a pleasure having this opportunity to talk to you and to share my journey. We're so happy to have you. And to our listeners, thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed today's discussion, please subscribe to hear more Care to Lead podcasts, like us, and send us your comments. Remember, Care to Lead is your path to success and is brought to you by the Vizient Nurse Executives Network. I'm Dr. Nicole Grubling. Have a great day.